Every believer has the capacity to live as Jesus lived. Live victoriously over sin, sickness, death, poverty, and every evil works of the enemy. You can transform not just your own life, but the lives of people around you. The more you expose yourself to the words of God, the more you see it flow through you. In this message, Pastor Philip teaches on how you can respond to God's unconditional love for you. Live your life in the reality of His power and be all His Word says you can be. Does God love me? 
Yes, did he die for me on the cross of Calvary? Yes, but I put my hand in an open electrical cable. I will feel it. He loves me, but I will feel it because God governed this world by love. He governs it by law. He has no respect for persons. Just like the laws of nature has no respect for persons, the law of the spiritual has no respect for persons. If I'm a rich man and I jump off a cliff, I would fall. If I'm a poor man and I jump off a cliff, I would fall. If I'm a big man and I'm very heavy and I jump off a cliff, I would fall faster. If I'm a light person and I jump off a cliff, I will still fall. The laws of gravity, the laws of nature have no respect for persons. And the same way is the law of the spirit. The same way is the law of healing. The law of healing has no respect for person. The woman of the issue of blood in Mark chapter 5 told us, or his story explains to us, that God does not selectively heal people. God does not go out in the morning and say, I'm going to heal this person. I'm going to heal this person. I'm going to leave that person sick. I'm going to leave that other person sick, but I'm going to heal this one. I'm going to heal. God, God is not choosy. The Bible says that there's no respect of persons with him. That woman, obviously, at that time of her life was the lowest moment. I'm sure she's poor. I'm sure she can't afford to go to a hospital anymore. That's why she's on the streets begging. She didn't have the influence to have commanded the attention of Jesus. Jarius was a wealthy man. Jesus was going to Jarius's house. Jarius had the influence. He could walk through. If people saw him, they would give space. You know, there are people like that. If they come to church, people give them space. Even though they may be thieves. They may be in government. But they come into a place, people give them space. Because they are our thieves. They are rich thieves. Influential thieves. So it's possible. I'm not saying Jairus is like that. Though. I'm just saying it's possible because of your caliber in the society. People see you and they respect you. Ah, Daddy, please. Ah, no, no. You want to see Jesus? Ah, no, no. Sheep, 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 sheep. Even the disciples can say, ah, no, no, no. Ah, are you blind? This is Jairus now. Sheep, he wants to see Jesus. There's nothing you can do about it. It has been since. You are the one that will choose that you are going to be poor or rich. It has been like that. Somebody say since. Since. You can't fight it. We are we not all equal in the presence of the Lord? I know. But some people can move. You are the one that will choose which side you are going to be. Whether the complaining side or the enjoyment side. There are people that if they want to see Pastor Deborah today, they will see him today. They are not holier than you are. You may be holier than them. Pastor Deborah is not partial. It's just life. That's how life is. Life will create it that it will give them space. They may be Muslim. You don't understand what I'm saying. Your tongues may be louder. But life, life has a way to has a way in itself how it separates people. So Jarius, Jarius had the access to Jesus that the woman of the issue of blood didn't have. So if Jesus was selectively choosing who to heal, he would have gone straight to Jairus' house. But that woman came from behind and took a healing without the consent of Jesus. So much that Jesus had to stop. And the Bible says, who touched me? 
Now, I know all of us believe that God and Jesus are the same, that Jesus knows all things and he's not confused about anything. And I agree with you that Jesus is God. But I know he's also man. And in that story, he was looking for that woman who touched him. He said, who touched me? The Bible says, and he began to look around, looking for who touched because he didn't know who touched him. So it was not a partial healing. It was not healing brought from partiality. He didn't know that woman. But that woman had understood the law of healing and without the consent of the healer, she took her healing. Jesus does not selectively heal people. He doesn't come in the morning and say, I'm going to heal so so number of people today and I'm going to leave these people sick. He doesn't do that. The moment I understand the laws, the moment I understand how it works, I will know and the healing would work all the time. The anointing, like I told you last week, is not a law. It's powerful. It works. Healing by the anointing is very awesome and supernatural and I love it. But it's not a law. The operation of the anointing in itself might be a law, but the anointing is not a law because it is not predictable. So if I'm hoping that someone will be anointed to heal me or I'll come to a meeting where the power of God will be so strong and I'll be healed, I, it may not happen like that. Do you know that throughout scriptures, throughout scriptures, there were only two people that Jesus healed that didn't have faith to be healed. Only two. Only two people, John chapter 5, the man by the pool of Bethesda, he says, do you want to be made whole? What did he say? He said, I can't. That was the word. He said, I can't. He says, because before I step into the water, someone else steps into it before me. Jesus says, carry your bed and walk. Number one person. He had no faith. He had no desire. He didn't reach out to Jesus. Jesus came to him. That's the number one person he healed without an expression of faith. Number two, John chapter 9, the man who was blind, who he told to go to the pool of Silo. He was there begging. There begging. And Jesus says, go and be healed. No faith, no prayer, no desire. Only two instances in all of scriptures. And yet, he was in his own village. He wanted to heal them and he couldn't heal them. He had faith for them to be healed. He loved them enough to heal them. He saw them sick. He had compassion on them. But they had no faith. And because they had no faith as powerful as he is, as unctioned, as anointed as Jesus is, he couldn't heal the sick. Jesus couldn't heal everybody. And yet, two people had no faith. So you see, only two instances. The flow of the anointing. Only two. The man at the pitiful gates, Peter and John. You know that story? He says, stand up. That man had no faith to be healed. That was the only instance in the whole of the book of Acts. Only one did he have only once that somebody was healed without an expression of faith? So if I depend on an anointing, I may die sick. But if I found out the law that works, the law works all the time. The law of gravity works in the night, it works in the noontime, it works in the morning, it works in America, it works in Nigeria, it works across board because it's a law. The moment I've had a firm grip on the law that commands healing, I can't miss it. Can't miss it. It works all the time. In spite of Jesus. I've prayed for people before and they got healed. 
by anointing. I've seen that happen. And I pray over by faith. And I see them get healed by the word of God. Several. The cases I told you about last week about the woman who had um, who's um, what am I saying? She, she, she couldn't have a baby and she brought a friend for me to pray for. A friend had a fibroid. Remember that story? She dwelt on those testimonies. I didn't pray for her. She didn't even tell me she was looking for a baby. So it was not my prayer. It was not my faith. It was not my anointing. Give me volume on this, Alex. It was not anything from me. There was nothing flowing from me. She understood the law and she took possession of her healing by herself. The story I told you about the person who, who had, you know, the guy who I said is a member of our church who was who had hemorrhage and was bleeding. He didn't tell me. I didn't pray for him. I didn't fast for him. I didn't believe for him. He understood the law of healing and he took possession. Just like that woman of issue of blood took her healing in spite of Jesus. He took his healing in spite of me. Because he understood the law. The moment I understood the law, understand the law, it's easy for me to flow. So last week I spoke about the law of knowledge. And I said to you that God is the healer. Knowledge is the basis for everything. God is the healer. He's the one that heals the sick. He says, I'm the Lord God that healed thee. I am not the one behind your pain. I am not the one behind your disease, behind your infirmity. I'm the one who has come to heal you. John chapter 10 verse 10 says, the son of man came that you may have life and have it abundantly. John 10, 10. He said, but the thief cometh to steal, to kill and to destroy. It's the thief that steals. It is the thief that destroys. It is Satan that binds with sickness, not God. We read in Luke, last week, Luke chapter 10, verse 6, the Bible says that, ought not this woman who, being the daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound these 18 years, be loosed today, be on Sabbath day. So Satan is the one that binds. God is the healer. God is the healer. God is the healer. I can emphasize this over and over, but because of our time, I won't go. So get the message. It's free of charge. Talk to Kunle. Talk to the guys. They'll help you with the message. If you want to hear, you think you heard what I said last week, you'll be shocked how many things you missed out on. So you have to get that sermon and listen to it again and again because faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. You constantly hear and pump it into your spirit and it becomes strong. That's what that woman did. She said, send me that story again. Tell me that testimony again. Tell me that testimony again. She heard it and heard it and she became fully persuaded. Paul says, hi, Paul planted, Apollos watered. And God gave the increase. He says, I planted. What is the plant? What's the seed? The seed is the word. What is the water? The water is the word. So you plant the seed by the word. You make the seed watered by putting much, much word. So it's by much, much more word that you already have on the word that you have that guarantees an increase. So take our time and listen to that sermon again. Number two, it is always his will to heal. It is always. I must know that it is always God's will.
all the attention of the world. The Bible says kings of all kings, mountains bow before him, trees clap before him. He doesn't need anyone's attention. The maker of all the earth. He doesn't use pain to draw your attention to him. You are going too far. Mr. Pain. Ah, I'm your father. The prodigal son went away for how many days? We don't know. For how many years? We don't know. He started going through suffering and pain, but you agree with me that it's not his father that inflicted that pain on him. He was the one that walked into the hands of the enemy. So whatever he suffered, he suffered from the hands of the enemy. 
Jesus is not going to be beaten this morning again for your sickness. He's been beaten already. So the acknowledgement of the fact that he has done what he will do and it's now my move to receive what is done will put me in a place of knowledge. That nothing is going to happen. I am the one to receive what is done for me. I'm the one that will yank up cancer from my life. I'm the one. You know when you understand this law is clear. I'm not claiming that I know all the laws here. I'm learning. But I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. Having to pray for a lot of sick people, I've learned a lot. I told you last week that I was, I was still big some years ago and I quoted scriptures and God says, no, let it not depart from your eyes. Is that what I said last week? And so I had to go back and begin to read out what he said. Isaiah 52, Isaiah 53 verse 4, he himself bore. And you know, I was doing all that. That's a law. I know now that it's not just by memory. I must put it before my eyes. So for weeks, weeks and weeks, I printed my healing scriptures and printed it on my wardrobe where my eyes can always see. I also learned that I don't speak to God. It's another law. I don't speak to God concerning a sickness. I speak to the sickness. It's a law. I learned it. If you begin to pray, Lord, by your, by your stripes I'm healed. By your stripes I'm healed. Because I'm healed, I know you paid the price. Therefore, I claim my healing in the name of Jesus. That's a wrong prayer. That's not what Jesus told you to do. That's the wrong prayer. Telling him, Lord, I know your plan for my life. And so therefore I declare. You know, it sounds very powerful. I therefore declare according to your word that in the name of Jesus, I receive my healing. That's the wrong prayer. I learned by experience. To speak to cancer. I say, oh, cancer. Hear the voice of the Lord out of my body. I learned it. That if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will speak to your mountain. You will not speak to God. years ago, I would wake up every morning with a very terrible sharp pain in my stomach. Sharp. I won't be able to get up. If I try to get up, very terrible sharp pain. Some people say, why not check Google? I told you, Google would say, ha. Let me explain to you. This sharp pain, you know, Google will never tell you that by his stripes you are healed. God will never say that he bore your sins and bore your sins. God will never tell you. And it will happen every day. Every day. I'd managed it for like three weeks. One day I was in town, Mr. Mahi, on the, in the middle of the road. The pain came and said, shut up, you devil. Ow! That was it. He left. Never came back again. I did talk to God. I spoke to him. I learned. I learned. 
shout, Lord, faith, 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 that faith causes God to move. Faith doesn't cause God to move. God has already moved. Faith is your own move to receive what the movement of God made available. That's faith. So when I know that he boy, give me that thing. Help me, William. When I know that he boy, and he boiled on his head, he himself, Isaiah 52, bore my sickness. He boils on his back every cancer. He boils. Beaten. Leave me, I'm okay. I'm okay, don't worry. I'm burying it. It was like that on that day when they beat him. And they began to place everything that could have plagued your health on him. They took it from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. On that day, Jesus boys, he felt every pain. From his head to the feet, starting from your head, he felt every mental illness. He felt every brain cancer, felt every epilepsy, every seizure. He felt the Parkinson's disease. He felt every disorder. He felt stroke. He felt everything on his head. He went on his eyes. He felt glaucoma. Felt cataract. He had cataract on the cross. He had every height defect you can think about. He had conjunctivitis. He had glaucoma. He had retinopathy. He had every kind of sickness, whether it's mouth. He had mouth sores, mouth cancer. He had every kind of disease you can mention that affects the mouth, went to his ears. He had acoustic neuroma. He had middle hair infection. He went to his neck. He had goiter. On the cross, he had rheumatoid arthritis. He had congenital tetolosis. He had spondylosis. He had every kind of disc disease around the neck. He had tumors, infection, meningitis. He had every disease that could affect everyone's neck. On that cross, he boiled on that day. He went to his chest. In his chest, he had lung cancer. He had asthma, pneumonia, tuberculosis. He had COVID-19 on that day. He had every disease that affected everyone. Everyone's chest had conditions. He had it. He went to his stomach. He had gastritis, ulcer, hemorrhoids. He has every kind of disease that can stop your conception as a woman. Every fallopian tube condition. Everything that would stop you from having your baby. Jesus bore it on the cross. On that day, he paid the price for every disease in your stomach. He had irritable bowel disease. He had your pod. He had your hemorrhoid. Jesus, he bore it on the cross. Went to the pelvic area. He had prostate cancer. He had Infirmity disease. He had osteoarthritis. He had every disease, and he went to his legs. He had every fracture. He boiled, and there were times he fell down. There were times he needed to be helped. He carried it. He knows what it is to fall. He knows what it is to be in pain. He knows what it is not to be able to go on. And there were days he dragged himself. He dragged himself through the pain down to the cross. Every pain you had to feel, every fever, every ache. Jesus boiled. He paid the price. He paid every price. He had malaria that day. He had every fever. 
Jesus bore. You know, he fell down many times. At the point someone had to help him carry it. He felt every pain. So that you will never feel it anymore. The devil is the enemy. The devil is the one trying to yank up what was already paid for. And that's why you must stand strong on your feet. Say, Jesus, today I stand against every pain in my family. I stand against every ache. You bore it for me. I cannot carry what you already carried. I cannot pay for what you already paid for. You bore it. You bore it. That I will no longer pay it. He bore sickle cell anemia. He bore glaucoma. He bore cataract. He bore it. He was bleeding from the cradle to the sole of his feet. Pay the price. Pay the price for me. Pay the price for me. Thank you, Jesus. Now I know my redeemer. your hands to wherever 
infection, skin infection, skin infection, skin infection, skin disease, skin disease. today leave my mommy's body leave my sister's body leave my brother's body I come on to take your hands of God's property message. Meditate on these words and watch how it will transform your life. For inquiries, please call 0909-672-9827 or 0807-548-5997. You can reach us on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram at SLChurchNG. You can reach us on our Facebook. That's Supernatural Life Church.